This is Rusty Blessings from Johnson City, Tennessee, looking at the wind blowing outside. That's why we moved our room around. I like sitting here where I can see outside, not just think about what's behind me. It's just beautiful to come in here early in the mornings, watch the sunrise over the mountains. And, you know, it's just a beautiful, beautiful morning, even though the wind's blowing, it's kind of drizzly. It's beautiful because it's the beginning of a work week. It's the beginning of another week. It's the beginning of another day that God's blessed me with. He's blessed you all with. Every day is a blessing that we get from God. And what we need to do is we need to take to make the best of it. And people say, well, how can I make the best of it? By praying, worshiping, or, uh, you know, spending time with God and spreading his word, telling others about God. You know, if you went to church yesterday, if you went to uh, any kind of service and or you heard something, share it with the people you do you go to work with. Let them know how God's working in your life. Let them know that, you know, there is hope in these dark days. You know, everybody says it's going to be a dark winter. Well, I don't believe that. It's only dark if you allow the darkness in. You know, stay focused on God and stay obedient. And that's what my morning word is this morning, because there's so many people today that's being misled. They're being misled to think that all they have to do is accept Jesus Christ and live the life they want, because it's more than that. There is some work that needs to be put into it. You know, Jesus went to the cross to make us free from our sins, not to make us free to sin. And, you know, there's those that say, well, the Old Testament is obsolete. The Old Testament is, uh, is, the, is the law, and, you know, Jesus did away with the law. Jesus did not do away with the law. Because if you're a born-again Christian, Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you, and it should make you want to be a righteous person. He should make you want to be, you know, follow the, the laws of, of, of God, what God says. See, God's laws to Moses was a thing for the, for, for the Israelites to follow, to keep them morally straight, to keep the, and that's how they achieved, you know, their righteousness was, was through the, the law. But the law is still in place. Jesus died to, to free us from the curse of the law. But do you know, if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, what Jesus did on the cross doesn't apply to you. If we don't accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the finished work on the cross is there for us. But we have to accept him as our Lord and Savior. If not, we're still under the curse. You're still trying to, to gain your way into heaven through your works. And you cannot get your way into heaven through your works. It comes by faith in Jesus Christ. It comes by believing in Jesus Christ. And it comes by doing what God has asked you to do and to stay obedient. Now, I'm going to go to the Old Testament for this because people are going to say, Oh, Rusty, I get my phone calls about things. Rusty, this isn't right because this is Old Testament. The Old Testament's obsolete. This book here, and I tell people every day, this is my doctrine. From one to the other, one into the other, the whole thing is my doctrine. The Old Testament is here for a reason. If God didn't think, it, if he thought it was going to become obsolete, he wouldn't have it included. If he would have thought that the words in red were obsolete, he wouldn't have included them. It takes this whole book to structure our lives. And I said it, our lives. See, we need to know what the early what the Israelites went through and how God worked in their lives. Because listen, he's working in our lives today. 
there are prophets and there are prophecies being fulfilled right in front of our eyes. You know, he says in the last days, I will pour out my spirit. His spirit is being poured out. There are people giving prophecies every day, and yet there are many people that says, this isn't real, this isn't. It's time. It's time to pay attention to what the Lord is saying. <clears throat> but in this verse, in Deuteronomy 28, starting at 15, it says, But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that I, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. What is being said there is, if you do not listen to God, now yes, he's talking to the Israelites here, but still today, listen, in the New Testament, it tells you things that we have to do away with. You know, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. He's talking about doing away with things in the world, the lust of the world, the lust of, you know, greed, all these things. It's all in the New Testament as well. But it says, Cursed shalt thou be in the city, and cursed shalt thou be in the field. So it's not a regional thing. People in the city, people in the country, everybody. If you're not following what the good Lord is telling us to do, what he is showing us to do, what is in the Bible, if you're not following the word of God, you're cursed no matter where you're at. <clears throat> cursed shall be they, thy basket in thy store. Cursed shall be the fruit of the body and the fruit of the land and increased of thine kind and the flocks of thy sheep. If you're not doing what he says, he's going to curse. It's going to be cursed. And I'm going to go back to something here. Cursed shall be that when thou comest in and cursed shall thou be when thou goest out. You're going to be cursed by God. God is not going, and Jesus breaks that curse on the cross. So if you're not obeying the word of God, that's the way to get your salvation is by what Jesus did on the cross. You have to stop doing, living for the world and say, Lord, forgive me. Now, if you think you're already saved, you still can recommit. If you have a doubt, you know, if somebody says, are you going to heaven if Jesus came back right now? Or if you took your last breath right now, would you go to heaven? If you can't say, yes, I'm going that quick, then you better rethink it. Because what it's saying is, if you have to say, I think so, I hope so, I might, maybe, I'm, I, I was baptized, that's not the answers. You need to be know. You need to know that you're truly, T-R-U-L-Y, truly, capital T-R-U-L-Y, truly saved. And by doing this, that means you're living for God. That means you're spending time with Jesus. That means you're, you know, you're, you're assembling with with a group of believers, you're, you're assembling with people under a structured, um, under st a structured form format. In other words, you're not just going and hanging out and saying a prayer and then playing poker all night. You're going to, even if it's a house church, it has to be structured. It has to have rules, and the rules come out of here. It's not a man-made doctrine saying how to dress when you come into the house of the Lord. It's not a man-made doctrine saying how to wear your hair, or how many tattoos you can have or you can't have. It's not a it's not a man-made law about any of that. It's where is your heart with Jesus? Are you spending time with Jesus Christ? Are you living for Jesus Christ? Are you showing the love of Jesus Christ to others? Are you walking with Christ? Are you living a Christ life? What do people see when they see you? Yesterday morning, our Sunday morning message was 
He sees. He knows what you're doing. He, he, he can see you. Um, what you do in the dark will be brought to light. And I was thinking about that when he says, you know, when he says he's going to curse those, you know, coming in and going out. If you're not living for him, you're going to be cursed. And the only way that you can break that curse is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Now, I might have rambled a little bit, went a little fast, but basically all I'm saying is God is still God. He is still the Father, and his rules still apply. You know, Jesus says to follow him. He doesn't say to say, hey, Jesus, I want you to save me and then follow some other means to heaven. There is no other means to heaven. Your works can't get you to heaven. But there's proof of that in the Bible that your works won't get you to heaven because there's those that in the Bible where they talk to Jesus when he's in and he says, I know you not. They're saying, but I did this, I did that, I did these things. And he says, I know you not. See, it's not about how many works you do. Now, see, this is getting confusing. Well, the rest of you just said we're supposed to do works. No, I said you're supposed to pay, obey his teachings. You're supposed to obey the Lord. Obedience. Obedience. And you can't pick and choose what you want to obey. Now, there's people probably already cut this off or people that will cut this off because a lot of problems with today, the obedience is this, that we have an obedience problem. But we open this up. Let's see. Today, we're going to follow. Here's the Ten Commandments. Which ones are we going to follow today? See, and then you have the ones say, oh, well, I don't need this because the t I'll keep Psalms and Proverbs, I guess, because they're pretty cool. But, uh, you know, they're pretty, uh, but I'm not going to keep the ones that, that uh, convict me. See, I'm not trying to say that everybody's going to hell, but there's some that will because they refuse to listen to the Word of God. They refuse to listen to what God is saying. Um, you know, Jesus loves you. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. And he doesn't send, God doesn't send anybody to hell. We make our own choices through our choices of disobedience. When God says thou shalt not kill, he means thou shalt not kill. He means thou shalt not kill your neighbor. He says, there's the best thing right there. Well, love your neighbor. What Jesus said, love each other. If you love each other, you wouldn't break any of the commandments. Because if you loved your brother, you wouldn't steal from him. You wouldn't kill him. You wouldn't want his wife. You wouldn't, you know, commit adultery with his wife. So loving one another is the beginning to following Jesus. That's the love Jesus showed. You know, Jesus didn't say, I love you, do what you want, I'm taking you to heaven. He died on the cross. He was betrayed by some friends. He was betrayed by religious leaders. He was put to death by the religious leaders. They gave him them, they gave the people a choice of him over Barabbas. And they chose Barabbas, basically evil over good. Think about that. Every day we make choices. You know, we choose, we, choose, we choose what clothes to wear. Simple choices. We choose what path to take to work. We need to take what path, choose what are we going to clothe ourselves with for God. Are we going to try to clothe ourselves spiritually or are we going to try to clothe ourselves with the flesh? What path are we taking today? Are we taking a path with Jesus or are we taking a path with the word, world? We've got to get in the word and out of the world. You know, this week I'm going to be doing a lot of Old Testament stuff. 
um, during our morning words because I want to, and I'm going to even, you know, show the connection between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And anything I do, whenever I preach, I try to preach from both to see, show both sides of it, you know. Hey, it was meant for them and it's meant for us today. And the only way that we can get to heaven is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please contact us today. You can get, reach us at Pleasant Family Ministry on Facebook Messenger, or you can reach any one of us, any of my children or myself, and let us know what your needs are. If you need just regular prayer, let us know. But this week, I'm going to be doing a lot during the mornings on the Old Testament and on obedience and on, you know, pleasing God. That's what it's all about. It's all about Jesus. I say it every day and I'm going to continue to say it. My calling is to preach the, the, the good news of Jesus Christ, but to preach the Bible. The Bible tells me to know the Bible, to read the Bible, to study the Bible, and I learn more and more every day. And I'm learning that there's certain things in this world, certain things that God has for me, just like he has for you, that is not what other people have. Some people have a different gift or a different thing, and that's their gift, and that's their calling. Not everyone gets all the gifts or all the same gifts or even given to them in the same way. If you read, the, you know, in, in, in Corinthians, it tells you this. It tells you about the gifts. We'll get on that one day. But right now, I just want to tell you, we got to start with love. If you love one another, that will start to learn, teach you to move into the obedience, to understand what Jesus' love is. Because, see, this is when we celebrate the birth of Jesus this coming month. Uh, 25, 26 more days. And so I want to lead up to that a little different. Rather than just lead up to an everyday thing about how you know, the beginning of Jesus and all that, I'm just going to read, read into what Jesus wants us to do. What he asks us to do. What he went to the cross for us to do. Because that's what's important. Is following Jesus Christ because that's the only way to eternal life. That being said, this Thursday night I have a special message on TNT and T, and it's called um, it's called Grace, Amazing Grace, and it's I'm going to talk about the different types of graces people think they have. There's only one true grace, and it comes from God. All the rest of the graces you're going to learn about them Thursday night. This week, I'm going to just be dedicating myself to telling you, hey, man, we love you. And that it's this love that makes me preach this gospel. It's the love that Jesus bestowed to me and bought me up out of a pit, out of the miry pit of pure, of sure damnation and going to hell is where I was headed until I actually truly, see, I was, I was fit fooling myself. I thought I was going to heaven until God spoke to me one night. He said, it's time to get it right. I just want everybody to have the opportunity to know. Be sure. Be sure. Be prepared. Because one day the sky is going to open up. And if not, if he doesn't come soon, you, we'll be going sometime. We never know when he's coming or when we're going. And I just want to prepare everyone I can to let them know, hey, tomorrow's promise for no one. But eternity is in Jesus Christ. Thank you guys. We love you. See you tomorrow morning.